0: Four, three, two, one. Cue Music. This is Movies First. Alex, first taking a look at T2 Train Spotting, an R rated film in Australia, 117 minutes. Anarchic, visually stylish. It's been eagerly anticipated by fans of the original. That was released back in 1996. Hard to believe it was 21 years ago. Indeed, does time fly? But even if you didn't see that one, director Danny Boyle delivers a gritty experience with the same four degenerates that made the first instalment such a favourite. Mind you, it took me a few minutes to work my way through that thick Scottish brogue. First there was an opportunity. Then there was a betrayal. 20 years have gone by. Much has changed, but just as much remains the same. Mark Renton, Ewan McGregor, returns to the only place he can ever call home. He again hooks up with Spud, Ewan Bremner, Sick Boy, Johnny Lee Miller, and Franco Begby, Robert Carlyle. When we last saw them, the four lifelong friends slash associates slash bitter enemies had travelled to London to sell a bag of fortuitously obtained heroin. While the rest were sleeping, Renton snuck out with the entire proceeds, £16,000 in cash. He walked away and didn't look back. He did leave £4,000 in a lock of a spud, a kind gift, but a mixed blessing for its recipient, a man with an unshakable heroin addiction. Sick boy, never one to be troubled by feelings of loyalty, feels bitter envy as much as anger. If anyone could have betrayed his friends, it should have been him. He curses his own sentimental weakness and dreams of revenge. Begbie has spent most of his adult life as a walking hand grenade, Renton just pulled the pin. His rage may be self-destructive, but it's fair to say he'll not be the only casualty. Sorrow, loss, vengeance, hatred and self-destruction have a big role to play here. John Hodge returns as screenwriter, working with Irvin Welsh's novels Porno and Trainspotting. Made on a £2 million budget in 1996, Trainspotting outgrew its modest indie roots to become a cultural phenomenon. Boyle recalls we kind of careered into the first one. We just made Shallow Grave, which had done quite well, and suddenly everybody wanted us to make another. We had Irvine's extraordinary book, and it continued to haunt us. John Hodge started working on the script, and straight away, you just knew we were going to make it. He delivered about 20 pages, and it was like, yeah, we'll do that. So we basically just tumbled into it. The producer, Andrew McDonald, says we were worried at the time that the film wouldn't work because it dealt with drugs and youth culture and seemed so specifically Scottish. We weren't sure anybody would understand it. But loving the book, we were desperate to make it. The great thing was to be fully inexperienced, says the screenwriter Hodge. We were finishing the script in production and so only gradually became aware of the groundswell of interest increasing. I hope the way we humanized the heroes and stepped away from a traditional victim portrayal would ring true. And like the book, Train Spotting gave the characters a sense of humor, a sense of insight which was traditionally denied them. This was controversial. People liked it and didn't like it for the same reasons. You're listening to Movies First. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. The setup for this sequel was well-conceived and subsequently executed. The film's fast-paced and dynamic. The performances, they're universally strong. T2 tended to labour more in the second half and could readily have been cut back a tad the drug-taking and low-life pursuits of the protagonists remain there for all to see. Boyle, not surprisingly, has worked in 20-year-old footage. And my word, the four stars have aged. Perhaps that's better put this way. Boy, they looked young way back when. The soundtrack, energetic and powerful, is another of T2's pluses. So for a trip down memory lane and or a carefully choreographed, well-photographed ride among working-class crims, this is a shot in the arm if you pardon the pun. Rated R in Australia, T2 train spotting with a running time of 117 minutes scores a seven and a half out of 10. You've been listening to movies first. Subscribe to the full podcast at Auboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from bytes.com.